What's up, everybody? This is Adam Pearson. This is the Business Transformation Podcast. Today is October 3rd. You have our Lord, 2019, Lord of the Dance. I've talked about this before, but what if um, that when people say year of our Lord, they're really talking about a different type of Lord, like Lord of the Dance or Lord of the Rings. Anyhow, year of our Lord, 2019, had a good day today. My, um, my, my chief operating officer is on fire. By the way, I, uh, I recorded the podcast yesterday, but I did not publish it because I wasn't that happy with, um, with how, how it was going. So I decided to scrap it because I didn't want to put something online that wasn't interesting or compelling or didn't share anything relevant about business. And yesterday was pretty rough day. So I was burnt out and I tried to do my podcast on the way home, but it just was not flowing. I couldn't get it going. So back today though, hopefully I could, I can summon up something worthwhile for everybody. And this is one thing that I know, um, all, all business owners who are trying to get their, who are trying to get their, um, their business going in the right direction can relate with. And actually, this is something I've heard, um, a couple of other successful entrepreneurs talk about. And that is that to really get your business growing, to really get it going in the way you want it to go, that's, that is capital intensive. That is capital intensive. You got to make some investments. That's one thing that, I didn't. I wasn't able to really. Um, I wasn't able to really get my head around. I'd say a year and a half ago, or that I didn't see coming. You know, I just thought that because I was already making money, I was already making a margin, and I just thought, well, add more people, add more margin, and um, and there you go. But actually, as you start to add more clients, and especially in the business that that we're in, where we we work pretty closely with our clients, um, as you start to add more clients like overhead starts to come into play. And unless you have a high enough margin, and this is, you know, this is where I kind of, I kind of skewed myself. My margin wasn't high enough. I, I operate, I still to this day, I'm operating on a 35 or 40% margin. My best clients have 80, 90% margins. That's really where I need to go. That's what I need to get to. But I'm not there. And so as I started to grow, um, you know, I started to have to invest in things like desks, computers, um, call systems, we have to get new software. And as we try to take this another leap forward, again, it's going to require investment in systems. So we're building out this task management tool that's going to require me to hire a software developer. And um, no, now we're, because we really want to put, I really want to put my pedal, my, uh, my foot to the gas on growth. You know, I got to get staffed up because if I don't have the staff to handle the new clients, then um, they're going to be unhappy and they're going to leave me, leave, our, leave, uh, leave us quickly. So I'm, I'm like going big on hiring a bunch of people. Oh, now I'm really doing that because I've been out in the market before selling and I know, um, I know that, that it's going to be good. I know we can, we can bring in the work to justify the bodies. Um, but I don't want to run into a situation like I've, I've tended to run into in the past where once I go out and start selling, then, um, you know, that the crush of clients starts to, um, what would be the word? It starts to disintegrate our, our operations. And I just don't want that to happen again. So we're going big on a bunch of infrastructure issues, and that is particularly to ramp up the accounting. Um, <clears throat> met with our marketing firm today, which would be the Cardone Kern Agency. About five weeks in, the results of the marketing campaign was not strong. So they're going to make some tweaks and hopefully like within the next week they say, 
we should start to see some better results. And I'm looking forward to that because I'm itching. I'm itching to get those leads. You know, with the amount of money that I spent with this service, you know, I, I almost could have just hired a full-time salesman and had him go out and get the leads. But um, I want to learn how to do this and I want to learn, I want to be investing in something that's scalable because if you if you spend thousands of dollars a month, uh, at least this is my thought on the matter, all right? If you spend thousand, uh, thousands of dollars a month on a salesman, he's good and it's profitable. Then you got to go out and try to find another salesman. And that may or may not be profitable. It's really hit or miss. Whereas as, as far as I understand it, if you are able to um, tune up your marketing um, and get it going, then your marketing can be a lot more scalable than having to hire tons and tons of salespeople. I think. I, I mean, that, that's my understanding of it. I don't know that from experience. Um, as we get going here, I would like to take some money and invest it more into like a street team and have a bunch of people who can help me um, go out and sell aggressively here in our, in our region. But we're not there yet. So... Um, but that's, you know, one thing I've been just doing, working a lot on over these last couple of days is just looking at all the investments I'm going to make into my business to make it more productive. And hopefully with these investments, be able to get my margin up. And, um, another thing about hiring all these people is I'm, I'm trying to clear the decks of all accounting work because I'm, I'm really not wanting to do much accounting work anymore. I want to focus much more on growing the business. Um, last month was our best revenue month ever. So, um, felt pretty good about that, even though, you know, it's, we're already kind of strained on our operations, so to continue to add more clients puts, um, put, puts more pressure on the whole, you know, on the whole team, but um, we can't stop, like, if people get referred to us or want to come in, we can't stop, stop selling to them, so um, we're doing that, had an interesting experience with my kids last night, um, I, was, I was in our little downstairs playroom playing with those guys. And it's been so interesting to see the, the personality the personality differences in your kids. So I put on some uh, I put on like some Pandora and I put on some rock and roll. And my three year old, what he wants to do is he wants me to just sort of stand there on my knees, and he wants to run full steam ahead and just tackle me, and have me fall to the ground. And he falls down on top of me. All right. So that's my three year old, my Butch three year old. My older son, he like he builds this whole stage on top of this little coffee table that we have. And he arranges all these chairs to make it like a concert. And he sets up like uh, a jerry-rigged microphone. And he stands up on the table and he's like performing and singing. And in his mind, he's performing in a concert. And he is not interested at all in the rough stuff that me and the three-year-old are doing. Not, not one bit is he interested in that. Um, he's only interested in being artsy and performing and putting on a show and using it as imagination. Meanwhile, my three-year-old tackled me like 35 times. So, personality differences, always a lot of fun. Um, my my eight-month-old baby, super cute. He's starting to talk. He's starting to do his blah, 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 blah kind of stuff. That's really cute. Um, so, that's all good. And so, on the business front, just really uh, waiting for the results of the marketing campaign to come through and trying to hire people so I can offload all of my sort of low-level accounting work and spend the, major the majority of my time um, out and about drumming up business. I'll be going to like three or four networking events next week. And also, hopefully, we're going to start to get some leads. Um, started running my LinkedIn ads to see how that's going to go. And um, just overall, trying to uh, get, get things squared away so that when we start um, getting the marketing program working, then we can start to sell hard and start closing a bunch of business. And also, the, my chief operating officer tells me he thinks he needs like another two months 
another two months of hiatus from hardcore selling before he can get our operation into a point where it's it's likely to be more scalable. So that's kind of where I'm at um, on that on that front. I think we're going to start another thing. Um, I think we're going to start focusing heavily on doing accounting departments for law firms. Um, we're doing we're doing accounting for one pretty big um, law firm right now, and I just met with their managing director today, and he's super happy, and we're able to do it profitably. And I just think that's going to be a great niche for us. We met with another law firm, and they're going to hire us, um, and we're able to charge them a price that is the right price for us. It works. Because we end up, you know, in the past we've ended up signing up a lot of smaller clients, and we may only get a few hundred bucks a month. Whereas with a law firm, we're going to be charging them like three thousand bucks a month, flat fee, to do their work, and we make a profit on it. So, um, I think when we finally can turn up the heat on selling, and our CEO has got some really interesting ideas for how we can be an accounting department, like a high touch accounting department for a law firm, without actually having to physically be on site, but to still give that personal attention and make it feel like you have an accountant coming in um, using technology and a lot of other kind of ways to communicate. Um, he's got a great idea for how we could sort of imit- imitate that experience. So I think when we get back to selling, our A number one niche is going to be accounting departments for law firms. And um, so I'm really, I'm slicking my chops for that one because I know we can target law firms and um, and sign them up at a fast click. And that's another reason why I'm, I'm so interested in and signing up with these uh, with with the marketing, because <clears throat> because um, I know that once we learn how to do this law firm, that is a vast market. Um, seven person law firms in the whole country. There's got to be tens of thousands that we can go after and try to sign up. And especially if we can really um, nail the operations, man, we should really be able to move in that. That's what I want to do. I want to focus now. I know. I want to focus heavily on law firms, and if that works, we can move into other things like maybe architecture firms or um, consultant firms or something like this that, that are heavy on invoicing and kind of light on technical accounting. Now we, could, we can do that kind of work really well. We can charge a good price for it, and it's good for the clients too because it's evergreen. You, know, you never really have to go out and hire another accountant. Once you hired us, we're just there kind of in your, in your life um, from that point forward. So I think we're going to go, where we're going to go in that direction. And one last thing, I had an interesting, um, but to me it was interesting. It seemed kind of maddening to the people that I was debating with. But um, So we got into a debate about food. And a lot of the people that I was in there with, that I was talking to, I was, I was kind of by myself. So that makes me think I was probably wrong <laughs> if everybody disagrees with me. But I was probably a little too more um, firm in my position, even though I think now I'm probably wrong. Or I'm actually just a weirdo. And I assumed, this has this ever happened to you? I assumed that my weirdo position was actually the mainstream position. And I started arguing my point, thinking that everybody was going to jump on the bandwagon with me. But in reality, nobody was interested in taking my side. So that makes me know that I'm the, I'm the weirdo of the group, even though I was taking a pretty firm position. That I was right. And that's this. That in life, many sort of si- simple and naturally occurring things are actually better than complex man-made phenomena. What do you think? Probably you think I'm wrong because I was just in a group of people and they all thought I was wrong. And the point that I was arguing is like, the person I was there with was saying how much they love ramen. They love ramen soup. They think it's like a flavor smorgasbord, you know? They think it's like 
a flavor parade. And, um, and that is so stimulating and delicious that it's, it's worth going out and spending money on it because it's so great. And I get where they're coming from, but I just have found that most of the times when I go out and eat something like really fancy, I actually find myself appreciating much more like the garnishments <laughs> or the appetizer, like the fresh break, the fresh baked bread that came out before they actually brought the meal. Or when you go out and eat carne asada or eat some like awesome Mexican food, a lot of times I, I appreciate the chips and salsa that comes out first. Or you go out and eat Chinese food and um, they bring you the egg rolls or whatever it is ahead of time. And I just like a simple egg roll a lot of times much more than I like, you know, whatever. The, um, the highly spiced and seasoned um, entree that they bring out. And for me, nothing's more delicious than a watermelon or a mango or a perfectly ripe orange. Or even I'll even bring vegetables into the mix here. I mean, I, I like a cucumber. Just like a lightly salted cucumber. To me, that is like as good as a whole bunch of professionally prepared food. Um, and so now I think I might be the weirdo, but I do feel that way. Um, what do you think? You with me or are you with, are you with the other group of people who are against me? Anyhow, you let me know. I know that's not a super interesting topic, but it's just something I've been thinking about today and um, has been on my mind. So um, one takeaway from today is if you're trying to grow your business, get ready to spend some money, all right? You got to be spiritually, emotionally prepared that you're going to have to invest in, um, in a capital structure if you think you're going to be able to grow your business and really like put, um, put your foot to the gas and grow without um, without without letting off, all right? So I think I'm going to wrap it up there today. It's not, it hasn't been the most compelling podcast, but if you listen to it, I appreciate it. And if you're spending money um, on stuff, building out your infrastructure, and it's making you feel a little uncomfortable, I just got to say, I don't think there's another way around it. So embrace it. Enjoy the process. And um, have a good one, all right? Thank you for tuning in. Bye.